Hey, podcast listeners. Welcome to Reviving Her with Jackie Crawley. Here at Reviving Her, we pride ourselves on coming together as the body of Christ to receive encouragement from our Heavenly Father, to reignite the holy fire within us, and to advance His kingdom on earth. Listeners, welcome to Reviving Her. Today we get to go into um, we get to dig in a little deeper into surrendering our control. Last week, you heard me and Alyssa share our testimonies and our stories on what that looks like. And today we have a special star with us today. Her name is Audrey, and we get to dig into her story and let her share about her experience with surrendering her control. And let me tell you guys, it is powerful. She is an amazing woman of God. And so I'm so excited that we were able to get her on our schedule and so that we can um, learn from her and just to see the um, testimony in the hands of God woven into her story. So without further ado, I want to welcome Audrey. Hi, everyone who's listening. My name is Audrey Renee. I'm the founder of Dear Single Mommy blog, where I share my journey on being a single parent household and being a woman and how motherhood has changed me, um, but also has allowed me to encounter God in a special way. So yeah, I do I do other things amongst that. <laughs> I have three businesses underneath my belt, from speaking to an apparel line and to um, coaching um, people who are trying to get started with their ideas and build that foundation. So yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, yay, I'm so excited. I remember the first time I met you, um, you were at our church, um, Freedom Life Church in Hampton, and you actually did a spoken word. <laughs> and oh my goodness, like I just fell in love with you in that moment um, because not only was the spoken word so powerful, um, and I could t- definitely relate, but it was just seeing you up there and as a woman and as an African American woman, you know, um, to me it was like an inspiration to say, wow. Like we can do it um, with God, right? You know, you you see it, you say that, but then when you see it manifested, I was like, wow, God, okay, you use all of us, you know? Yeah. So that was definitely powerful for me. Um, okay, so for those of p- people who are listening who don't really know you, um, yeah. do you give mind giving us like, like, you know, tell us about yourself, just a little personal. Okay. Um, so I grew up in a two parent household um, with my mother and my father. Um, I went to, I grew up in church and um, in the Virginia area, actually. So Virginia is my home born and raised here. I, um, started attending freedom life, um, right around the time I shifted out of being the in a youth group to kind of being a, an adult in a way. Yeah. <laughs> Finally made my own decision to be a part of a church, which was definitely Freedom Life. And it has been um, an amazing journey um, of lot, lots of growing and learning. Um, and then uh, I've been a spoken word artist. So for since probably in high school, I, that was when I first took the stage, I'll say. <laughs> word artist and people enjoyed what I wrote and I was like okay I can do this and so I went on to making it a um 
making it a gift that I could use to speak life to people. Uh, and it, it, it ended up getting some bills paid at times. Wow. It introduced me to a lot of great people. It helped me to travel. And it also allowed me to learn how to speak and get on stages. I think that God was using that um, to prepare me for speaking in general. Yeah. And it, it, it's, it's exciting. I, I love being on stage. I don't see anybody. It's just me and him. And it's actually where me mm. and God first met. It wow. was our story is like poetry. So he knows wow. how to woo me, <laughs> as I would say, wow. with the spoken word, which is poetry. Such a gentleman. Like, isn't God just such a gentleman? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we first met, that's where I can say I've had an encounter with him because he touched my heart through me being a vessel and speaking over people's lives. Yeah. And when I saw how powerful that was and that I was literally taking the word of God and, and transforming it into just reiterating what he had already said, but to, to do it in such a way where people understood it and it penetrated their hearts and it moved. Yeah. I was like, this is like the best. Yeah. Yeah. So I retired from spoken word. Um, I, can, I think I can safely say that I retired. <laughs> cool to say, right? Yeah. Um, I didn't make it where I wanted to make it at, but I believe that God had a bigger plan. Right. And even though I took some less in my journey, he still always put me right back on what his vision was for my life as a vessel for him. So, yeah. Um, so I went to college um, for mass communications. I wanted to be a journalist. Aww. I wanted Oprah. <laughs> 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 well, I, didn't find I was a great interviewer. I think I was better on the other side. So I went to school. I wanted to be a journalist. Actually, wow. I wanted to tell stories. Huh. And told that I couldn't do it because I had a list. So I decided to go in the mirror and create and make myself learn how to talk where my list was not a distraction. So even when I'm tired, <laughs> yeah. I know and I made myself practice. And I think spoken word was my go-to because it gave me the strength and the courage to say, I can do that. I can do this. I don't yeah. need to speak this. Like if God's using me, he can give me what I need. And so ever since then, I've not been shy in front of any microphone. Um, I've been confident and bold. Yeah. I think I still get nervous because I'm human, <laughs> but I've been confident and bold. And so my journey, um, and then I journeyed into motherhood. Yeah. Um, I, I was in a relationship. Um, I was actually engaged and the relationship ended and um, he chose something different. And I thank God because throughout that whole journey, I saw pieces of God everywhere, like just completely everywhere. Yeah. And he kept me. And it was funny because... At the time, I moved to San Antonio where I got to be a part of the Freedom Life in Texas. Yeah. And it was exciting because I got to see the foundation be built. Mm. That was different for me. Going to a church where the foundation is kind of already built, but then going to right. a church where the foundation was being built, it was really speaking life to me that mm. I was a part of that. And they were actually a part of building my foundation for the things that I, I was going to do um, and purpose to do. And then I ended up moving back home. I lost everything. I mm. lost two apartments. I lost my car. I had to, I um, filed bankruptcy at a very young age. Um, just a lot went on. Yeah. And I ended up coming back home after the relationship and after having my daughter, Amar, who's six now. And I moved into a transitional home. Mm. And that was like, I think when you're walking through your journey, there's moments of, I would say, stillness. Right. The transformation house for me was a moment of stillness. It was a moment where I could 
get reunited and kindle this fire back with God that mm. I had lost for for a little bit because I was putting something before him and I wanted what I wanted like a child. <laughs> so I left out of his will to go and do my own thing only to find myself right back in 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 his bosom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I realized that his his plan was perfect. And yeah. so yeah, so that was a battle. It, it was um a lot of healing, a lot of growing, a lot of forgiveness. Yeah. Um, a lot of revealing. God really dug into the roots of mm. my heart, and He just didn't heal the ex, the past relationship. He yeah. healed the depths of my hearts where things were still hurting in me that led me to certain things that were that were causing more hurt and damage. Right. And so when I had when I was in the transitional home for a year, I felt like God was literally doing surgery on my heart the whole time I was there. Mm. And it was a beautiful and yet ugly, yeah. <laughs> and yet challenging experience. But I, 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 I'm in awe of what he's done um, on the inside of me. And yeah, and I tell and I tell everybody about it. I can honestly say that if I could depict it, it would be the woman at the well. Yeah. Um, I kept having encounters with Jesus. Even when I strayed away, he would he would still come back and chase me down and, and give me an encounter of his love. And because yeah. of the consistency of that encounter, now I don't even want to leave it. I never yeah. want to leave it. It's like, yeah. nope, I don't want to leave it. Yeah. <laughs> I finally got it, got it. I don't want to leave it. And so <laughs> that's been exciting. So that's been a, a, a piece of my journey, I should, I should say. Yeah. No, that's very powerful. Um, and when you were like, sharing a bit of a, your story, I just kept thinking about, you know, Abraham, where he literally took him from everything that he knew and um, guided him to, um, you know, on the promised land. And I can't help but to think like that journey, you know, yeah. he that was his prep work, his heart work, you yes. know, walking in a desert, you know, um, just with Yahweh and his family, you know. Yeah. And I know, even though it doesn't tell us, like I can feel that there was transformation in there with Abraham. And then you see Paul, right? On his way to um, murder Christians and God meets him right there and yeah. then leads him, you know, to the desert. Um, again, taking him from everything he knows and he encounters God and he becomes transformed and then turns into, God transforms him into this amazing apostle who then um, is bringing souls to God, you know? <laughs> and so then I'm like, oh my gosh, like you did it with her too. Um, and if we can all be honest, like he does it with us, you know, like those moments and those seasons where he takes us and he has, he has us alone and that's where he builds us up. And once you taste it, you can, it's like, just taste me and see I'm good. You know, <laughs> that is so awesome. I, I absolutely love that. And that's so encouraging. And so to bring us to surrendering our control, when we realize that we are not in control of our life, I definitely have watched you um, develop and grow. And it's just been amazing to see on the other side. And um, recently you did a huge, huge <laughs> change. And I was just like in awe of watching what God has done. Um, and I'm not going to tell it because I'm going to let you tell. <laughs> but um, just that whole process and where God is taking you now. Um, and I just was like, yep, we have got to um, dig in that and learn from that. Because I do feel like when it comes to surrendering, we are going to have a moment like that. And so, yeah, mind sharing, sister. 
Yeah, um, so the big change that has occurred is I was able to leave my full-time nine to five job and go into full-time entrepreneurship with no... <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but um, I've always had an itch of entrepreneurship in me because I, I've learned how to, I learned how to take my spoken word and, 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 and market it in such a way. Yeah and make it to where people pay me to speak for two for two minutes <laughs> like dollars wow. and then i turned it into a book and then i turned it into a cd and wow. I, so I had the itch all along it i just never i don't think i understood what entrepreneurship was in a sense right. i didn't call it that i just said i'm doing what i love and i want to get paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I, I got an opportunity to minister, which was just, that was the, that was the greatest thing about it. Everything else was icing on the cake. Um, but I left my nine to five job and the way God did it for me was, um, after getting back on my feet, um, from being in a transitional home and giving me that time to embrace, you know, my home, um, I've always had on my heart to do more, of course, yeah. as were purpose for more but I was at a job and um I think I was looking for more there <clears throat> instead mm-hmm. of looking for more in God and so I, yeah. I asked for a raise because <laughs> I was like doing all this work I deserve a raise and I was making under 30,000 <clears throat> and so I asked them for a raise because I felt like this job should get you know a raise and I was yeah. fighting for it to be in a certain um a certain what I can say a placement or a title because of the work that I was doing yeah. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I got denied for the raise. Mm. Um, God has always had in my heart to leave a job, but I knew because of the transitional home and because of the things that I was trying to do on my own, I really wanted him to to put it on my heart and then to confirm it, it was him. Um, So I remember I kept reading about David. (laughs) (laughs) He's a sheep. And I felt like that was me at my workplace. I was yeah. tending to these sheep. I was making sure that front office was seen and and beautifully ran to the best of my ability. And God would literally, when anything hard came up, they would give it to me. Wow. For some reason I all well not for some reason, but for a God reason, I was yeah. able to always figure it out and get it done and you know, and everything would be fine. And so that office built a trust for me to get things done because they mm. knew what I could do. And I overly did things because my heart was always customer service and that's a part of serving. Right. I made sure every customer, I stayed on top of the people in the office. Like I, that was wow. me. I down that front office the way God intended, the same way David held down when he made sure that those sheep were, you know, never bothered with, you know, fighting the lions and whatever else he did that we don't even know about. And I was like, David get tired. I got tired of being in the, you know, being in that place. Um, But I didn't want to move until God moved me. So I had, he took me through a lot of lessons of not complaining. Mm. That's what I was there for was for ministry. And if I can, I would ruin a witness. So, um, and I had to be mindful of those who I, was, who I was talking to and who I was complaining to about certain things because they, in essence, would feel that complaint and they would start yeah. complaining. It was just like, it was, and God showed me that. So I had to go back and I had to, I remember talking to a friend in my office who we were like both complaining. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop complaining today. I feel like God has told me, you know, trying to witness to her and then actually having to do it in front of her and say, yeah, you know, well, you know, it's tough, but we're, you know, just, just changing changing and shifting that atmosphere yeah. and then 
being able to effectively minister to her as well because she got a chance to see me leave my job. And she was really like mind blown by all the things that I could talk about from God. So at my job, um, I, what, how it all came to be, and I'm not going to try to make this long. So I actually, I'm trained a young lady who over the summertime and they had given me a different position. This is how I knew I was really good at because they elevated me to a different position and paid me more at the summertime while things were taking place. But I had mm-hmm. to go back to my job um, when the school year started with the same pay that I had before. Okay. So I trained a young lady who actually did the front office. And I told, I remember telling her, I was like, would you want my job if I ever leave? And I don't even know where this came from. She was like, yeah. I was like, well, I'm going to train you because I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> for it. So if you ever want to go for it, she ended up getting blessed with a full-time job um, that actually probably was even training her even more while I was, you know, going through this process. So I'm going, I'm asking God and he drops on my heart. You're going to leave your job. Mm. I was like, what? <laughs> that's not God. That's me. Cause I want to leave. You know, I've been complaining around here. You know, I don't want to, you know, I wanted to make things right with God in that place of atmosphere so that when I, if I ever transition, it would be, um, you know, it wouldn't be a shift of me complaining and griping and all of that. Right. So you say you're going to leave. And I was like, Gideon, I was like, okay, God, show me. Right. <laughs> I tell you not. Um, and this is how I know our relationship in God is so beautiful because when mm-hmm. I ask show me and because I know that word of getting his heart right right and God's like telling him something and he's like in the middle of something he's like yeah okay um show me so I asked God to show me um a financial blessing came my way mm. I was able to save over ten thousand dollars in my savings account in a short right. amount of time where most people would take a while it took me a short amount of time that's that's the divine God connection that what people normally do in a long amount of time, God did it in a short amount of time for me. Wow. So that was the first confirmation. Now, mind you, I was like, okay, God, well, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. But can you, um, can you show me, you know, I said, I need another confirmation. This is yeah. huge. Leaving a job, you know how I've been in a transitional home. So I have triggers of, you know, the traumatic experience of being homeless. Yeah. And homeless. And so I want you to really show me so I know that it's you and it's not me. Right. The blessing came, but um, then we got caught up in a pandemic. Mm. And before that, I asked him, well, God, if I do this, then what do you want me to do with your daughter? You know, how do you want me to set her up for school wise? Because I was like, you know, she can go to this school, but, you know, I'm making arrangements in my mind, trying to make sure rent is paid. And right. you know, if I'm gonna, this is exciting, but I want to make sure it's you because when it's, I know it's you, I know that you're going to cover everything. So I'm yeah. asking questions like I would if I was calling her parent on the phone, like, what do you want to do with your daughter? <laughs> like, where is she going to go to school at? And I begin to look up things and research. And I promise you, when the pandemic came, for most people, it was a time of a lot of, you know, a lot of things went on. But for me, it was when God transitioned me finally. Wow. And that was a time where I was like, I couldn't go back to work. It was kind of like I was caught at a dead end. I could have made some things work for my daughter to be, but it would have been a lot. Um, And we had to go back to work eventually. And she was at home learning and I was being, I virtually homeschooled her. So she was at home because of everything that was going on. And I didn't know how the schools were going to be. So the routine of them going back to school and then not going back to school. And I I work in that system, I knew that they were very much unprepared and that she would probably have to go through way more because they didn't know what to do. They didn't know what they were going back to school. We were getting these packets and I, and we had a very hard time in March. So yeah. I, so I was looking up things and God put on my heart for her to go to a virtual school. 
So she ended up there. And um, and then I just, I told my job on my birthday, May wow. 2020, May 5th, 2020. I said, I will no longer be working here. And, my, and here's the here's the other thing, because I still ask for confirmation. Right, right. <laughs> I like got After your three confirmations? <laughs> well, they offered me what I wanted. Wow. They offered me what I wanted, what I fought wow. for, what I asked for. They offered it to me to keep me. But here is where, and here is how I know mm. this guy, right? He, because I, I was contemplating, I was like, oh God, well, probably you did this so I can get the raise. And, you know, so I was yep. like, I told her, I was like, well, I'll think about it, you know, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, if you Look go. Look at that slithering snake. Yeah. <laughs> it'll get harder and, and you still won't get what you truly want. You wow. truly, it was like, you trust me, you yeah. know, and. So I went back and I said, no, I'm not going to take it. No, I'm not going to do it. What God had said, what I was setting up was not for me. Yeah. It was for the person that would take my position. The mm. young lady that I trained over the summertime, she got the position. Wow. And so what I was fighting for in that job place, it wasn't for me. No. God already had what he wanted me to have. He ha- he was fighting for the daughter that was coming behind me. Come on. And that was my confirmation as well. So God was giving me confirmation from left to right. Yeah. When I left my job, I not only was able to take care of my household. Yeah. I had a, I had a I had a walk on water moment. You know, the thing about Peter is most people don't talk about we talk about we talk about so many things in that chapter, but I want to pull this out. When you step out, first of all, Got, um, Peter stepped out, stepped out uh, off of a word from God, which was yeah. then when he he got an opportunity to walk on water. Yeah. People kind of disowned that, but he did do it. Yes. And then he was about to drown, but some people think he drowned, but he was about to drown. And because you know he wasn't drowning because he was able to say God so yeah. that God could help him. And, and then God would, I think in my mind, God was like, oh, you... Ye of little faith. <laughs> you did good. Like you did good. You did so good. Why did you why did you fumble? You know? But it showed me, Peter, in the moments when we doubt that yeah. God, if we just say his name, that yeah. he'll rescue us. And he'll yes. say, You a little faith. You you have you have me. You know you have me. Yes. You have faith. And it was a reminder to step out on faith, to come off of the boat and to have an experience of walking on water. And God, within six months of me leaving my job, well, let me say this too. Um, God told me to go back. Mm. I went back part-time for my job after leaving June 1st from out of the full-time because God told me, God God always checks our character and our integrity. Yeah. God, I was excited. I was ready to leave. I was like, yes, I'm finally free. And then they were like, yeah, we, we're going to need help. And I was like, because <laughs> I felt God prompting my heart. Will you still serve? Mm. Will you still serve? I took the part-time wow. position. So I told them I would do your financial stuff. They gave me a computer. They let me do it from home the way I wanted to do it around the time that I wanted to do it at. And I was able to serve them still and still build my business. And then, of course, then in October was when I finally separated from them. Mm. So God was literally in everything. And I was grateful to say yes to them. I'll still serve you because you need something right now. And I know that I have it, which my importance to this company. You know, God was showing me you're important. Yeah. They're going to know it, but you're going to serve in it. 
And so I mm. served them until I was able to, until the person who was taking over was able to get there and get situated. And then I served her as well, making sure that she was still trained for whatever I could give her. Yeah. And then in October, I went full fledged. Again, God does things for us in a small amount of time that would take most people in a large amount of time. I, I was able to pay myself from my business. Right. Then the first week wow. of January, I was able to make um, about $1,000 in less than 24 hours. Wow. And so the journey has been absolutely, uh, it has had its ups and downs, but it's yeah. tested me through my trust in God and more importantly, through my faith in God. Yeah. Um, to faith is not what you can see with your eyes open. It's what you see when you're with your eyes closed. Yeah. And I'm, I, um, I, you know, I've been, I fasted and I wanted to know God's vision for everything for me. Like God, what is your vision? You know? And he yeah. said, I want you to speak. You're going to speak. You're going to uproot. You're going to tear down mm. that scripture in Jeremiah. I want you to speak. And so God has opened the door for that. I'm yeah. on stages that I would never be on without this wow. pandemic. And of course, um, a, a app called Clubhouse. I'm getting to know people and people are asking me to come and speak at so many places. And it's like, whoa, this is like, okay, God. Yeah. But that, he's been prospering my businesses. He's been prospering my business. I've not went without. I've not. My daughter, oh, every time she's been blessed, anything we need, it's, it's constant blessing. Um, Christmas, I didn't have to spend yeah. a time. Her, and again, the thought of forgiveness, right? Her father's side of the family loves her so much, mm. even if he does not in her life right now. They gave money to make sure her Christmas was taken care of. They wow. didn't know what they were doing, but I knew that that was God. That was yeah. the part of forgiveness. And that was me being able to let God, again, have full control of my situation yeah. um, and to honor him for it. So yeah. I didn't have to spend a dime for Christmas. Mm. Like that was, that was like, I was like, oh my, that he keeps showing me time and time again, when I surrender, cause I had a hard time doing that at one point. When I surrender, God literally shows, shows himself. Yeah. And I walk confidently in that, that he is going to show up, that he is going to do what he promised me, that he didn't just call me out here for me to drown. Right. He like he didn't just call, he called me out to walk by faith. Mm. And it has been, and, and, and to go into the deep, yeah. um, not just in the shallow water where we know, oh, I can catch myself when right. I'm apart, but to go into the deep where, um, was it Simon cast his net in the deep yeah. where all those fish came? That's the God that we serve. Um, but it's also to show, show people what God can do if, yeah. I be, if I'm a willing vessel. Mm. And um, it's been a powerful journey, man. I, I I get goosebumps and get excited talking about it because I'm just like, oh my gosh! Like I, I all I can say is when people ask me, where did you get your ideas for your shirt for Curse is Broken? I was like, God, yeah. Like I'm not a t-shirt designer. God <laughs> literally put it on my mind. He he made me um put it on something and write it out and draw it, and I created yeah. the t-shirt line off of a God idea, yeah. and. It, prospering ever since because he said this 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 word that is on a shirt will go into households and mm. it will manifest itself to be a reminder of what i did on the cross and that is galatians mm. 13. he said don't y'all did y'all forget what he did on the cross like that's yeah. how i like reading it did y'all forget and it's a reminder that he took every curse on the cross so there's mm. nothing that we could do to ever disconnect from his love we're undeserving of it that's why he had to go to the cross and so curses broken ended up to be a line where it's, it's 
allowing people to share their testimonies and people want it as as a family they want their kids to wear it they want they want to have it for their husband and marriages and i'm just like that that was a god idea i did not think so awesome. of that i read the scripture i he put it on my heart i read the scripture i studied it i walked it out because yeah. it was broken over my daughter being a absent father child i walked it out and and it, and, and I'm, we're still walking this thing out yeah. um every day and so that's God, man. That's God ideas. He took, he, he's been taking care of us. And mm-hmm. it's actually funny that we're having this radio interview because whenever I get caught in a place where I'm like, all right, God, here we are. <laughs> this <laughs> up and down world he always gives me an idea. Mm-hmm. And then he'll tell me to release it. And I stutter sometimes when I release it. Cause I'm like, well, God, and I'll, I'll even lower myself and lower the value of it and yeah. not and he'll tell me release it and every time I don't release it or I'm, I'm not you know completely doing it yeah. it'll, it'll nudge on me until I until I can't shake it I have to release this and every time I release something that I know he gave me it mm. flourishes and it's, it, it blows my mind I'm like what in the world just happened and and it's a daily reminder it's like Audrey trust me when I put yes. it in your heart when I tell you to release it I want you to release it no delay because I'm doing something mm. and and so I, I, I'm still learning how to submit to that straight obedience. Like when God tells yeah. you to do it, do it. Yeah. <laughs> I delay yes. a little bit and I'm like, okay, God, I'm going to do it. And he's like, uh, do it now. Like it's, <laughs> it's our communication with each other. And, and I, and like I said, it, it comes with an encounter and a relationship. And I walk in that confidence because he's allowed me to be a vessel yes. to people. And yeah. I always, I get excited for the one person that, yes. Something. like their heart was pierced and they're like this was for me and I'm like oh well my job is done yeah person because if if the if heaven celebrates the one person that says yes to God how much more should I celebrate the one person who got what God probably needed to just give them anybody yes. else you know you like it that's great but that one person that says Audrey I needed yes. that like, yes accomplished I impacted somebody God Yay! Yes. so that's been the journey and I'm still on it um, and I'm, I'm teaching it. Yeah. People are asking me, Audrey, I left my job. You know what, you know, what do I do? And I'm like, ask God. Yeah. Everything has its purpose, but you're going to have to sit before God and you're going to have to, to ask him, God, allow my vision that I have for my life. It means nothing if it's not a part of your vision. It means yeah. nothing if it's not a part of your will. God knows knows that I wanted to speak. He knows I wanted to travel and speak. Yeah. I was like, no, I don't want to do nothing else but travel and speak. <laughs> And get paid for it. That's all I want. But, and he's doing that. He's still allowing me to do that. Yes. But it's definitely in a different way. And I'm just honored um, and grateful for it. Because I, like I said, a paraline food, I didn't know anything about that. And now yeah. I'm able how to get started with it you yeah. know promotion and, and marketing you know I learned from mass communications from going to school so he literally pulled a gift that I did almost 10 years ago and made it so that I could do it wow. um you know now with my business and then even Jackie get this mm. from working a job I handled their financial accounts God allowed me to see millions Wow. He allowed me to know it was like he was giving me a snapshot of what my business would be like. Wow. And he was teaching me, you see how they have their accounts? You will have the same accounts mm. and I will I will prosper you. And and what you will and what he's preparing me for is the integrity and the character of when God blesses you, 
with such a huge thing. Yeah. He wants you to know that you'll do you'll be affected by it and it won't affect your relationship with him. Right. Um, so what he's had to do is he's had to go in and break me from money. Mm. From the idol of money, because yeah. I grew up in a household where where they worked super hard and they glorified money in a way. Money was money made them happy. It brought an emotion with them. If they didn't have it, it made them mad and sad. He's breaking mm. me from it, so that when he starts pouring it on me, he, I can handle it because I'm always going to him. Yeah. Tithing my money um, is something a, 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 a you know an old mentor taught me. Tithing my money was me releasing a, something to uh, to God. It was actually me breaking a curse of money. Yeah. So when I would tithe, it was like me saying, "All right, God, here you are. Now you know I'm not good with money, so you got to tell me what to do." It was my submission yeah. to tithing that said, "All right, God, you got to tell me what to do." And He would always He would always do so much more. Yeah. Than what I could ever imagine, but but I had to surrender that yeah. thing that was an idol in my life that that carried for my family. And when I did that, now he I was able to save the ten thousand dollars because I didn't touch it unless God told me to. Mm. So it was like, oh, Audrey, if you can do that, you can do the business now. So I'm gonna yeah. sprinkle some more money over here, but don't touch it. It's only for business, and let me see what she's gonna do. And I would never touch the money because I was disciplined from the ten thousand. Mm. That he was able to now make it so that I was able to pay myself from my, from my account and also give me more. Yeah. So that he, you know, because so it's like God preparing me. So I was seeing accounts in there. So it wasn't by chance that my last job with them as I was transitioning out was they wanted me to handle their accounts. Mm. They wanted me to move their money around and pay their invoices. And that's what you do in a business. Yeah. You have accounts and you have to move your money around and pay invoices and put things in certain places. So he was preparing me for what that looked like. And I'm, I'm still mind blown by it, you know, wow. and like, and so God is awesome because I have multiple businesses, not just one. Some people think I have one, but I have multiple, surprisingly. And it's crazy in my mind. <laughs> because I'm like, God, what am I doing? I'm out here in the border and I just don't know what's going on. <laughs> but he always prepares me. He mm. he he speaks to me and I try my and I and to be honest, Jackie, I just always want to get closer and closer. I'm, I'm not perfect. I still have I still make my mistakes. But mm. um of this feeling that I have of this encounter with with uh, this Father in Heaven that we talk about, but we really haven't experienced, it's it's completely mind blowing to me, and yeah. it's a love that I can't describe. It's it, it makes me sit in bed and and, and just and just bask in it. It makes yeah. me take moments in it. It it it's something I need. Um, and when I do that, it gives me so much confidence to do things that I would never, ever do right. um, as his daughter, as an heir to the throne. And it's an amazing feeling um, to have. Mm. I think, you know, people um, yesterday I was I wrote a blog and I said I was able to get up with my daughter and go play in the little snow that we had. Yeah. Because I understand what it means to have a moment with um, with my daughter because I because of the love that God gives me as his daughter. Yeah. And that moment was more special to me than me leaving my job. Yeah. It was the fact that we didn't have to get up. We didn't have to get dressed for, for, for school. We didn't have to rush out the door. We rushed out the door to go play in the snow. Yeah. And I was just like, God, this is so beautiful. And I yes. just, it, and, and you know, my, my mm -hmm. um, best friend is a photographer. So she's around enough to capture moments to, to have so that I share them with other people because I just found that to be the most beautiful um, yeah. thing that God gifted me with was those moments yeah. um, in the midst of me, you know, being a business owner and being a single mother 
um, he, his love is always a reminder all, all the way around me. And yeah. Yeah. so I know I like went on a spill in a tangent, no, no. but that's what God's been doing. It's been blowing my mind every day. Wow. Every day. That is such a beautiful place to be in a beautiful yeah. place. Like I love, there were so many nuggets that were highlighted to me when you were speaking. Um, one thing I love how you taught us that surrendering your control to him, he encompassed you with trust and faith, right? You gave up and then he had you lean in to trust and faith to yeah. really manifest what it looks like to walk by sight and not to walk by faith and not by sight. And I think that's absolutely a, a good reminder for us because we can say that, okay, God, we give this to you. Okay, we have it. But yeah. if we don't, if we don't bring down trust and faith in God, yeah. then the control that we think that we we thought we put at the altar, yeah. it will it really truly won't manifest unless we take on the action steps of leaning in, like leaning in, like deep deepening our trust and faith in Him. Yeah. And so I absolutely love that reminder, and I love how within your story, you were teaching us that. Surrendering our control leads us to fulfillment and not settlement. Yes. I think so often um, humans, you know, the flesh, we will settle for things yes. because it's safe. Mm -hmm. It's less risk. Yes. <laughs> it's an, it's a, a, like a schedule that you know. You know your nine yeah. to five job. You know the, um, the security, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, you can expect a paycheck every two weeks, right? So we will settle for that instead of taking those big steps towards our fulfillment. Because if we're honest, like the big steps of fulfillment, it's scary. It's unwavering. Yes. Even though it's something that we are yearning for, yes. we will not walk it out just because it's so daunting, right? Yeah. Like, okay, God, but I don't know. Like, I don't know what this is going to look like, like month to month, week yeah. to week, you know, year to year. Um, but it's so worth it because your story has shown us that it's so worth to step out and work towards our fulfillment and not settle um, because you are more, you feel better doing the things that you were created for rather than sitting behind the desk. Now, don't get me wrong. I know you were a vessel and you did it and you made it work, but it's a different Audrey. Yeah. Sitting behind the desk and now being able to work her schedule the way that God, right? Like he can use you more with no schedule <laughs> than he could behind the desk. And so I just, girl, you bless me. Oh my gosh. Like that is so encouraging. God, something um, that I've been learning, um, it said, um, a pastor said, God's not looking for, um, he's not looking for, for people, um, you know, God's not looking for vision. He has vision. He's looking for vessels. Yeah. And I think that that was so profound to me because um, I wouldn't have, I would not have been able to do this three years ago. Yeah. Because I was, I was broken. Um, God had some things he had to heal that were, that were going to distract me from what he was trying to guide me to. So I had to go to the job nine to five. I had to go there. Yeah. I had to go through the transitional home. I had to go through some things because he was, he was, it was as almost as if he was cleaning out his vessel so yeah. that, could start flowing through me. And so I had to go through those things so that he could 
he could talk to me and, and I call it it's a I call it an encounter with God because it's where God meets you wherever you are. Yeah. But he goes inside of he goes inside of your heart and he just doesn't, you know, um heal you from the eggs or this. He literally yeah. goes down and uproots your heart from the things that you were carrying that you didn't even know you were carrying. Yeah. yeah. And that was a beautiful period for me, although it was a it was an ugly one. <laughs> um <laughs> And when I say ugly, it's just you seeing the things that you were hiding or the things that were actually inflicting pain and hurting you yeah. more than the actual thing that we think is hurting us. Right. So when God did that for me, I think it was a beautiful moment because it was me also surrendering my heart to him. Yeah. Saying, you can come in. Um, I'm not hiding anything anymore. I'm stripping naked before you. Yeah. And, um, and I'm getting comfortable and I want to get comfortable with it because um, I need you to do something in my heart that I can't do on my own. Yeah. And a lot of tears, a lot yeah. of knees on the floor moments. Yeah. But um, something Galatians reminds me of, and I, I don't know why I keep saying that Galatians 3, but he, he was fussing with them because he was like, it was like he was saying, why do you keep going to the cross when you know what the cross did, but then you pick back up the same stuff that you let, that you were supposed mm-hmm. to lay down at the cross. So I think the part of surrendering is, is also that um, surrendering is going to cause you to have to go to the cross and mm-hmm. literally lay stuff down. But how you, how you do that as you get up from the cross is, and you see that you might still have something holding on to you is with the word of God. Yeah. Like, you know, I had to tell myself when the times when I thought that I laid it down and it would try to pop back up, like, mm, no, I laid that down at the cross. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. like, That's at the cross. And yeah. I think it's something I had to tell myself um, as God was healing me, um, when things would trigger me, it would be like, nope, I laid that down at the cross. I, I think I kept, sometimes we go to God and then we, we leave his presence and then yeah. we stop and then we don't talk to him no more. We don't right. do anything. We're literally picking right back up the same things we left in. <laughs> so I, I, I think in that moment when I lived in a transitional home, I stayed at the cross until those things were taken off of me. And then mm. I reminded myself that I left it at the cross. Yeah. So I think that was my period, my year. It was a, it was a beautiful year of transition, a beautiful year of growth, a beautiful year of what I call plucking out the weed. Yeah the garden harvesting and I think this year I am seeing the harvest the harvest of the tears the the uprooting the weeding that was done and then the planting that was done and now I'm able to see some of that harvest this year and um and I'm excited about it because three years ago I wouldn't (laughs) have been able to to receive it at all I think I would have damaged the garden I would have done some things to the garden that God was trying to you know harvest but now I'm ready to receive what he has for me and I'm ready to walk in confidence yeah in what he he's called me to do with no with no regrets um, Amen. You know, so that that's always been my prayer. I was like, God, help me confidently walk in it. I know there's gonna, I know things are gonna come. Yes. <laughs> that's yes. <laughs> but how much more would I be able to show your power and your strength if those things didn't come? So yes. thank you for the things that come because I get to show that you are a God who who rescues me and protects me from the things that come with this. You know, wherever you're gonna take me. Yes. It'll be a reminder for me that God is still in control, but it's also a reminder to people 
who are watching me, who I like to tell my story to, so they know mm-hmm. that God, I'm I'm not special. God, um, I just allowed God to use me. Um, yeah. and surrendered enough for Him to use me, and every day I surrender. Um, I surrender my daughter. Yes. <laughs> This business. Because <laughs> when I'm trying yes. to, he's like, uh, let me go to God. Uh, what are we doing today? So, yeah, um, surrendering, man, it's, it's a blessing, but it's an everyday thing. It's an everyday awesome. thing. Yeah. That is so awesome. Well, thank you so much. And um, just for you listeners, um, we will have the links up all around um, revivingher.org and um, reviving her Facebook page on Curse Broken link. Um, so you guys will be able to buy um, into her clothing line. Yes. And so I'm so excited about that. Um, and do you mind um, just closing us out in prayer and just speaking yeah. blessings over all of us walking through this? Yeah. Oh, thank you, God. Um, thank you, God, for this amazing experience um, today of being able to um, declare what you've been doing in my life. God, I pray for whoever is listening to this, because mm-hmm. if even if it's one person that receives something from yes, this, God. we pray that um, you will just ha- have an encounter with them. Yes, <laughs> a beautiful encounter like you've done so many times in your word, mm-hmm. a beautiful encounter that shows that you are God, that you are in control of every situation, and that if when we surrender to you, mm-hmm. you begin to take control over the things that we feel incapable of doing. I pray for strength yes, over God. someone. I pray for a love to be overwhelming to them that comes from you. I pray they bask in it, that they yes, that they God. take the moment to just, just, just stay in there and not so abruptly leave it, but to feel it and to enjoy the love that you so gracefully give us. God, I pray over um, that this podcast will, will, will revive women and revive the yes. fire back in and they've lost. If there are dreams and ideas and things that you've placed in us, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that God, you will begin to um, light a fire, fan a fire back yes, in God. God so that they will go out and do the things that you have called them to do. I pray that God, they will not give up on the things that um, was so long ago, but that you will even bring it back to the memory, that you will pull out the journals of what they once wrote when they were in your presence and that they will know that they are still here for a purpose. They, every time they get up in the morning, they are purpose to do something. And so we pray that you revive each woman's heart we pray that you not only revive it, but you heal it and that they will walk in confidence in what you've called them to do. Father God, yes, whether it's being an entrepreneur or working a, a corporate job, no matter what it is that you've called them to do, we ask in your name that you will begin to allow them to do it freely with no bondage because the yes, curse God. is broken over their lives. Yes, we Lord. ask that in your name and we love you, God, and we thank you. Yes, and we, we, I don't, you know, my words can never explain the vastness of your love but we pray that in your name amen 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 Amen.